We are back. I'm on location. Um, I'm Devin. Pat, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. Uh, where, where are you at? Fiji? I am drinking a Fiji water, but I am not in Fiji. No, I am in Colorado, and it is, uh, or it was six degrees out when the sun was up. Um, and I, I say sun up very loosely. It has gone down, so I just turned the heat up in my hotel room. Oh, very to good. about 80, so there, there's a there's a high likelihood that you hear me stripping during the, the episode. There we go. Yeah. That's what I hope for every episode anyway, so glad at least hey, coming I mean, true. We can listen to the people and make it a video podcast if there is demand for it. Yeah. Um, interesting episode this week on Survivor's Edge of Extinction. What? Um, going through the episode, going through... My notes, my tweets, um, of which I would just like to call out at got nothing for you number four. Rick Devins is is uh, I think becoming a huge fan because I'm getting a lot of constant interaction. And I'm like outwardly looking for tweets, regardless of whether or not they're related to Survivor, to reach out to him for. And I've got I, I'm like waiting for the direct message to be like, "Yo, dude, I got three kids. Chill with the big dick Rick thing." But <laughs> And, hey, well, and I will put want. it out there, a request that I would honor. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think at that point we've also got him in. You know, that's the hook, line, and sinker. And then you just got to sell him on getting him on the pod. I know he'd be Absolutely. fantastic on the, on the pod because he's fantastic on the show, making he's friends really with everyone. It seems like. Absolutely. Um, I thought this week we could start out talking about returning players because Let's. I think we've probably talked about it before, um, but. I sort of feel like this season is a, is a really good example of, sci- in, in my opinion, some of the negatives around having a mix of returning players and and new players. I'm, I'm always a fan of like those sort of all-star seasons. I think we've had a few really good ones with like game changers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, heroes versus villains. But this season, and some of these seasons overall, again, I think this is a good example of it. The returning players, and, and oh, I'm, I'm sort of just like, even making my own point right now in my mind. I think the reason that this season is a good example of it is because of the caliber of player that you've brought back. Joe's tremendous in challenges. Wentworth's good in challenges. All four of them, or (laughs) I would say three of the four of them, have very savvy social games. They read cues. They plan things out very well. They're sort of titans, people that have gone to the end of the game, um, in some instances more than once. But because of that, they garner a lot of attention from the new castaways and it just like forces the narrative. So the, the producers, they have no real choice, but to give these folks all the screen time. And it seems to be, and it's only been two episodes, but I'm, I'm like getting mad at something that's only kind of happened. You lose out on character development of newer players because you're spending so much time on Kelly and so much time on Aubrey. And we finally got a confessional from Victoria who I think we totally misread because she seems great. She seems smart. And uh, she saw right through Aubrey's BS. Um, So I I think that's where I'd like to start overall. And then maybe specifically with Aubrey, who in my opinion had a horrendous episode. What, what did you think of Aubrey, Aubrey's uh, episode overall? Uh, I I don't think I've ever seen her look worse in terms of you know her her position in in a tribe, and I think that says a lot because of how many times she was out on the numbers because she was always in touch with the people in the game and the decisions that were being made. I mean, I I don't really. It, it was definitely some clever editing, but it was it was not a good look for her to. 
kind of be saying the exact same thing to, you know, three different people, uh, and for them all to come to the conclusion that she's full of shit. I think that she didn't really put the weight that you mentioned on being a returning player. You know, her first right. season, she wasn't a returning player. Her second season, she was among returning players. And so, you know, that this is the first time that I think she might have had to, um, you know, play a little bit further back. Uh, and she might have missed the mark. And I I, I hope not because I love her, but I, I kind of think she she needs a tribe swap or she's she's going to be done pretty soon. Yeah. Do you do you are, are you enjoying the returning players? I know you're a big Kelly fan, but overall, um, do you do you like that experience? Not as much as I wanted to, you know. And I think it, it's 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 not like they're into the game yet, but the game's already started. You know, they haven't. Right. We we don't get to meet those uh, those new players. Like you know, Chris seems to be a little more savvy. Or Victoria, we didn't hear. We only had one confessional of her, and now I want a whole lot more. Uh, Wendy, I don't think is really particularly a fantastic survivor, but she's someone that I would love to see a little bit more tribe interaction with, you know, things like that. So uh, for that reason, I don't really like it all that much. Um, right. And I think it just throws a wrench into the, the initial tribe thing. You know, there's no, the, the dynamic is just jacked up from the jump and maybe that's part of the challenge, but. Uh, it just seems like there's already yeah. sort of a line drawn initially for, for some of the people like Lauren uh, who found an idol um, immediately drawn to to Kelly, drawn to to working with her. She's a huge fan, and and that is something that's informing how she's playing the game. Um, so it's just it, it sort of takes an organic element of the game away right. from the players. I would say, and that's not uh, not something I'm super super keen on overall. Um, and then typically when you have returning players, hopefully they have much better performances than that ghastly performance from Aubrey this week. She was fucking horrendous. You say clever editing. I would say good editing because it was so obvious. It was literally the same sentence and like yeah. inflections at the exact same points. Yep. Yeah. And it, it was, and it, it, it really, it really kind of stings, I think for the survivor fans um, who've looked at Aubrey for now three seasons and are starting to think and like, whoa, was that, was that kind of charismatic Aubrey and, you know the the fighting spirit and all this other is, was it all just you know was it all fraudulent was there was there any because I and that was never anything that I read part of her game it was always you know very in tune with other people very intelligently executed and knew when to say what and and now I'm just kind of questioning my 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 full take on her like it was that bad yeah. I think I th- it, it definitely was I, I would say maybe that's a step too far I think that she's having a hard time just what you said sort of earlier uh, in that she is one of the people that has a target early in the game. So she is playing from a totally different perspective and and it's sort of like one of those, what do I do with my hands moments where she's just sort of reacting and she's doing it in a bad way because like also just like something I thought she was good at was just like talking to people like they're humans, but like who, who says like do I just want to make sure we have a dialogue three times? You know what I mean? Like, I- yeah. I mean, it 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 almost sounds desperate. It almost sounds like, hey, I know that I'm a target. Maybe it's that. Maybe I mean, maybe that's giving her too much credit. But saying, I know that I'm a target, and I know that it's gonna be tough for me to get in with people. So if I can just have an honest relationship where they're not necessarily aligned with me, maybe that's a better approach. And maybe that's what she was going for. But I think that's giving yeah. her the most possible credit here. Yeah, I think Aubrey's someone that kind of 
needs the game to be played to kind of show her full value and and have like the maximum amount of power that, that she can have in the game and the fact that they haven't lost is really kind of working against her at this point in time because she hasn't been able to show how strategically she can be an asset or uh, you know really prove out the things that she does in a challenge to separate her from the other players in her tribe so she's having a difficult time reacting to how she's supposed to play the game when it is to her words more kumbaya survivor as opposed to Kelly who I mean she hasn't been on the top or anything but I think because they've been going to tribal and they've been winning challenges she's been able to show the value that she brings to a tribe and and whether that's through how she's performing in a challenge or, you know, the idea to go look for an idol so she could um, ensure that Wendy didn't get it because I think at that point in time it was really clear that it was sort of Kelly or Wendy. Um, and, and she's just been able to sort of show her aptitude for the game. Um, and I think it did save her this week. And then, you know, moving forward, even if it's just her being a meat shield, people are going to see her as a threat. So maybe it gets her a little farther in the game than, than it would have. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. And I think that um, what you said brings up an interesting point Then is the dynamic around the returning players in that, you know, if, if, if somebody else is playing the exact same game Wentworth is playing and they're not named Kelly Wentworth, we're not even really talking about them at this point. You know, they're probably just sitting in the background of the show. They're not stirring things up. She's only a focal point because of her returning status. And so it does have, a, have an impact here on... I think her game too, like she's got to be a little bit defensive early. She can't really sit back. Got to be a little more, you know, she kind of got into it with Reem and she seemed to kind of feel some type of way about Keith too. So, I mean, I, she's not making friends out of everybody, but she's, she's won twice. And I think that that is a tribe that just recognized that Keith is as big of a liability Mm -hmm. as, as I can remember two episodes into a show when it comes to these challenges. And if, if there's one good thing that can come out of tribal is that you can potentially decrease your chance of going back to tribal. And I think they made that decision with her. Yeah, for sure. I love that you bring up that point. Cause that's like the thing that I was thinking that got me onto the solar returning players kick is that if she wasn't Kelly Wentworth, if she was, I don't know, whatever, whoever, Joe Smith, then she wouldn't be in these positions so far. So I don't know if I go so far as to say it bastardized the game. Like, I, I, I see the value, obviously. I'm sure it helps with viewers and all that shit. But right. um, it just, it's one of those things that's interesting to me at this point. I think I've always sort of preferred the vanilla version uh, where, where everyone's on the, on the same playing field. Um, so it's just, it's just an interesting thing so far. And I think, like, the last point around that is it, it seems as though David and Joe have sort of been able to skirt away from all of this and maybe that's because i think it's probably because joe has won right every challenge and he hasn't futzed up the social game like aubrey did and kelly just i i I mean almost intangibly you can sort of just i feel physically fucking a uh (laughs) is just a bigger threat than david uh just looking at them and then i just i don't know something about david is is comforting and and he's been able to build a good, strong alliance with Rick. So, um, I don't know. I guess I'm more curious around David and how he's been able to sort of skirt away from that. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I think that they he got. Yeah, I I, I don't get it because it's it's almost like they're 
fostering a game for David that will allow him to perform at his best. You know, they're exactly. coming to him with, hey, what do you think about this blind side of Wentworth? He didn't even have to work for that one. And he's getting, you know, I, I don't think he was entirely off about thinking Wentworth would want him out of the game. And I think everyone should want David out of the game. I think that he has he, he has this, uh, you know, puppet master ability, but he, he goes completely incognito. No one ever catches on to what he's doing. Um, at least that's what happened in the first time. And he seems to be getting in real tight with Rick. And, you know, you, Rick did mention um, he wanted to use David as a shield, so I'm interested to see how that relationship progresses. Right. But David had a very similar path to success, to the top four at least, uh, with Keith when he was on the show. He locked on tight to one person. Together they could be, you know, bigger swing boats than one person could be a swing boat. They were allowed to kind of ping pong. Uh, and, I, and I do think that Rick is a lot smarter than um, Ken was back in the day. And so oh, yeah. I, I'd be interested to see them two stay together, and I think that they'll both, I think they'll both have fun um, playing together. So I'm hopeful that for that relationship. But how we snuck through, it's kind of beyond me. It might be they're just trying to get out, um, you know, one at a time, and that tribe's got Wentworth and David, and they had to pick one. Yeah, it, it's it's one of my favorite buddy cop duos in recent Survivor history. I, I, obviously, we loved Wendell and Dom, um, but mostly because they were, like, clearly the two best players that season. Right. So it's just fun to watch them duke it out. Uh, these guys, I mean, they, they both seem good. I, I, I think this episode showed me a bit from Rick just in the, you know, using David as a meat shield. I think that's obviously super smart. And right. Shows that he's thinking about the game in a way. And I, li- I love that he's not afraid to speak up at, at Tribal. So I'm excited to watch the two of them sort of uh, – work their way through the game and, and see if they if they do it together a lot at uh, Wendell and, and Dom or if one of them cuts the other one's throat uh, towards the end um, if, if they even get that far but they're fun to watch they're funny dudes they're goofy as shit yeah and you, you know you gotta you gotta what, what I do wonder about this right so if they um, if they win they, they might be approaching a point for, for a tribe swap uh, totally. and so it would worry me if the two of them left each other because it doesn't seem like like it seems like they're almost slowly starting to isolate themselves into a little group of two and if somebody namely Kelly Wentworth says hey David's a bigger threat than me I'm always going to be a visible threat he's the one to actually work through the background I was on the bottom my whole time you know he, he might be in a little bit of trouble so I'd I kind of I kind of want the, them to win the next uh, immunity challenge just so we can see the other tribe Get go to tribal. Drama. But yeah, I, I, if they got split up, I would be more worried about David and Rick because yeah. what are the chances he gets put with another group of people that are just like, yeah, he's a returning player, but he's not really a threat. And I, and I just think Rick is obviously doesn't have the returning player thing and is just like infinitely likable. Yeah. So so likable. Figure his way out. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. Yeah. Um. Awesome. So on that note, with that tribe, or I guess on a completely different note, but with that tribe, um, the decision to vote out Keith. Your initial thoughts? Not that uh, that is a challenge we have seen before. One that he, um, that Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, uh, very aptly put and subtly uh, hinted at being an absolute disaster. Uh, not a Pat Crowley challenge, I don't think. No, not in the slightest. A lot of shoulders, a lot of swimming. That would not have been not have been a good one for me. 
swimming in heavy objects gets you to do that like that deep like painful type breathing you know what i mean where it just like burns the entire way in yeah yeah but let me Um, tell you something i would have i would have put on a better show than keith uh you know if you're in a position like that where you know you're not able to, to to kind of be elite you have to at least try and i think that was his downfall he was exhausted to the point where he wasn't even looking for the puzzle pieces he wasn't um, like he was literally walking just with his hand on the big snake, not even trying to lift it. You know, he's actually probably doing a detriment to it. You know, he, yeah. he was, it was, it was the most pathetic challenge performance I've seen. And for that reason, I can't, I can't be too upset about the Manu tribe, um, doing what they did. And I don't think that's me being a Wentworth fan. Cause at the time I thought, I thought they made a mistake. I thought that they should have gotten rid of Kelly. It felt right. Oh, you it did? Felt, I did. I, it, it felt like, for for um, you know, not, I guess maybe not David, but um, for some of those other people, it felt like a time for them to put their, um, put their kind of impact on the game. And you know, maybe like a War Dog or Big Rick, um, Lauren probably wasn't going to switch, but Chris, even you know, I, I get it. You you know you you don't want to go to tribal. How far do you really? step into this game but uh you know meaning a big move now can't win you survivor um but it could potentially lose you survivor if you piss off the wrong people and you end up on the bottom because you can't get out but uh, i I mean my point about it is just that you uh, in the last three or four seasons to your uh, uh, especially the last three or four it's happened before then obviously but since we've been doing the show at least We've been seeing the tribal lines like really hold to an annoying sort of fault in a lot of these seasons. Yeah. So I think at this point you have to sort of make a decision to try and do whatever you can to get the numbers back towards even because if you lose again, maybe they do a tribe swap. If if they do a tribe swap now, you're still down on the numbers, even you know, yet you're just you're just playing for a role of the dice basically um so right i like that and i mean you're also rolling the dice that there's going to be like exclusively land challenges and i think most <laughs> of these like group challenges seem to have some sort of a water element and i guess like there are going to be more that are probably easier to sort of hide his inability but i also like how much was he going to be carrying that snake if he wasn't exhausted the ring tossing was uninspired <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I just I don't know. I was oh no, I I it I think it's a it was a very clear statement that they made that they are more concerned with kind of getting back to level playing field as a tribe rather than building any sort of personal resume, uh, right. which has been you know it it is way early in the game where you know you you can get. Like you know, if they if they were to vote out Wentworth, anybody on that team at the final three could claim that they were part of the blind side of Kelly Wentworth and took out a big threat very early. They could add it to the resume. It's an absolutely something that could help you win the game down the road. You just have so many other things that you have to do to get there. So instead of maybe even putting a target on your back, like you mentioned with Ron and his advantage, maybe just don't do it this early, right? Because right, uh, right. you know she'll Thank always be around. She'll always be easy to position as a threat. Um, I just don't, as from a from a person who has to play against Kelly Wentworth, 
the longer she's around, she's savvy. She knows when people are up to something, and she is ruthless. When she there's, if you have a it's shot, you got to take it. You know, yeah, it's yeah, fire. yeah. Absolutely. You can't miss. Um, the number one thing that I wanted to talk about with this episode because I actually rewound it and watched it a couple times. Keith's departing words, and not when he was just standing there and having a long conversation with God. Mm. When he was like, "Y'all still think you're gonna win challenges?" Yeah. Um, what did he mean? <laughs> and also, they've never won a challenge. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with I'm fine with Keith having emotions. He's 19. Thought he was about to be a part of the biggest blindside, knocking out Kelly Wentworth, and then he just went home. Pretty, pretty clear cut, I believe. I think it was uh, w- Wendy voted um, f- for Wentworth. Yeah. And then Keith voted for Wendy, and then everybody else voted for Keith. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, what, and that's I think that's part of the delusion where he's like, I did my best, and like I was still an asset. You know, I was one of the people who even volunteered to throw the thing or whatever. It's just like a, a, a loser mentality. Just, yeah, it's just his first his first exposure to like life. I guess I don't know. Sometimes your best isn't good enough, Keith. Go home. Right. Yeah, and I mean it, it's. It's um, it's nice and all to be inclusive, but the first two people we've had to kick out of this show, I mean, I don't, I don't really know if they they belong there in the first place. You know, they were just making really dumb moves, like lack of effort. Maybe, maybe I'm being a little harsh on, but you know, I don't know what Keith br- brought ever, like a, the best version of it. You know, he's in my top five, so I, it, I made him, I, I misread it as well, but yeah, yeah, no, but you're you're totally right. I think because he was just like a. A leech. He he he, he was a beggar. Like yeah. he he, when he found that he was up against it and potentially going home, he just made a plea to Chris and being like, "Dude, I'll just I'm with you forever. Like it doesn't matter. You just tell I'll me be your where to be, right? whatever." Yeah. Like, so I I I could use a little more strategery. Um. So I'm, I'm obviously it doesn't sound like you are either. I'm not trying to put those words in your mouth, but I'm just like no. I, I'm. I was happy to see him. See him go home. Get get a little more Wentworth, and then maybe we, maybe the blind side of her is like a a better play akin to something that we saw uh, last season. Um, so it was uh, it was a fun episode. I got a good receipt out of that. I was happy to see him go home. Yeah. Uh, I knew that it was going to be him the second that David was like, I'm pretty positive tonight's going to be a blind side uh, because <laughs> Wentworth like Wentworth was halfway down the the aisle the entire time they were voting. She she was already she, her her torch was already in front of Jeff. So yeah. Uh, interesting but uh you think he's gonna stay um i i i hope he does um i think because you know i think for his his character arc it's important for him to just be like you know what i came to survivor to do something i'm not gonna let this one little thing stop me um but yeah i think he stays i want him to stay because i want to see him and reem reunited uh and what happens reem there United was yeah, the, was the, reem. yeah tried to get that one going on the twitter box Oh, that might be the episode title when it's all said and done. Yeah. Um, no, um, I, 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 I hope he stays, and I think that you know it'll be something that I think he'll want to. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna what be the so big pissed off is. if he doesn't stay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll. he'll... Are you fucking kidding me? Especially just like based off of what we know about him. Right. No, not no responsibilities. He's about to go to college. Right. And we know, and we don't. I mean, we don't know this for sure, but 
doesn't sound like mom's sick, doesn't sound like dad's sick, you know, we haven't we haven't heard any of those sort of background stories around him, so mm-hmm. you shut the fuck up and go to the island, Keith. Just go. Yeah. You don't even know what it is. If you're so damn good in challenges, go beat a woman who's been out there eating nothing for three days. Right. You know, there's there's a way back into this game, and, I mean, if he, if he could find a, I don't think he will, but if he could find a way back into this game, you know, I, I think that we'll all be huge Keith fans, because... Um, you know that he's got, he's got some growing to do if if that's going to happen, for sure, uh, for sure. Let's let's check in on the on the fantasy squads, huh? Let's do it. We got some uh, some people who are slightly better than me. Looks like. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, we have the points. Um, there were a number of folks that got uh, castaways that got eleven points for this past week. That is. That's five points for winning each of the challenges with an additional point for not being voted off. Um, so that is that is the entire the entirety of the uh, comma tribe. And we have one contestant in the fantasy tribe who picked five uh, five comma tribe members. So uh, uh, my dear friend Allie from New York has the full fifty five points that anyone could get this week. It's impressive. Uh, then. Um, Almost begrudgingly, just because I knew she was going to be good at this, uh, Pat, your uh, your pride and joy is in tied for second place with with forty five. Yeah, her and Marsh, Marshall's up there as well. Since I know you oh, don't yeah. remember his his name because you wrote initials in there, uh, but yeah, it's it's early, it's open. Um, picking Keith, if you did that like me, did not work out so well. Um, so I'm hoping for big things for him in episode three. Um, and I know it's not allowed, but I wanted to change the um, my MVP in my heart uh, to Ron Clark. That man, <laughs> that man is an inspiration. I went down a He's deep fun. dark, yeah. I went down a deep dark hole of YouTube videos about that man. He inspired me to change my life. This guy has this is just the, the the cliff notes of his background. Is he was like a, a teacher in North Carolina saw something on the news about a, a a school in Harlem. Went up there and then went back to Atlanta and made like this incredible school uh and his like whole mission is to like change change teaching kids and i think i think he's gonna win the show and that is a that is a i'm not gonna guarantee it yet that's yeah in because i'm gonna respect the rules of the game but in in my heart he's the mvp all right um and then the race that everyone really cares about Devin versus (laughs) pat i have i got one point on you yeah, and that's that's early. Oh, it's literally the difference of Rick over Keith. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I didn't pick well. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, Keith cries next episode, uh, <laughs> whether he stays or goes, so I can get a little yeah. bit of points out of him before he does eventually. Interesting kill point. Trail. Interesting someone did pick him as the MVP though, so someone oh, messed yeah. up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um, interesting point. When you're on Extinction Island, you don't get the one point for not being voted out that episode obviously just just something to call out so that is why mm. uh <clears throat> keith got zero because he got it voted out reem would have gotten zero gotten zero got it zero gotten zero if got she it. if she didn't cry um i feel like extinction island is going to be producing a lot of tears so five yeah. might be a baseline for those folks uh and then so what do i you, guess you, one you, last do thing do you think keith um, goes oh sorry sorry so yeah the race between us i have you by one point um oh yeah no one last thing uh, springing this one on you, but um, we haven't done it yet this season. Do you have a Wes Nale power move of the week for me? 
Um, I'm going to give it to either the producers or the entire Kama tribe. I don't know who did it, but by not doing that dance or not airing that dance at Tribal, whoever's decision that was is getting the West Nail Power Move of the Week. Uh, I know it was Ron <laughs> Clark is my boy and doing that dance, but it would have been the cringiest, corniest. Th- they probably would have lost after it. Uh, so I, I've got to give credit to um, whoever made that. Oh, call. yeah, thank God. Oh, did they dance? Is that... Oh, we should check the off-air notes. Yeah, I'm uh, saying if they danced, they didn't air it. So then I would have to give the power move to the producers instead of giving it to the decision makers on comma not to so dance at the yeah. Whoever so was on who was whoever was on the decision of that not making it to air gets right. All right, I, I respect that. We'll do some yes. research. The camp thing I'm fine with because that's just internal tribe bonding. You know, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. All right, but mine no. is going to go to uh, Lauren o- o- O'Connell mm. for finding the idol. But um, That's a big gift. we need like a we need like a Carl passing out anti power move of the week because I'm also <laughs> giving that to her because burying that idol just I, it seemed like nowhere like next to a rock which I get it she'll probably be able to find it but holy crap did that give me stress like immediately I, I'm becoming a fan of hers I, I I enjoy her she's like she's quirky as shit and she's seems to have aptitude for the game. Uh, Hiding the idol there, just in that she didn't tell anybody about the idol, which is like rookie mistake numero uno. Um, but then hiding it there, I was like, oh god, get out of your way, kid. Yeah, um, like that was pretty close to the water. Seemed to bury it like an inch deep. It looked like mud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like what? Um, like what happened? Do you like somebody else finds that? That's fair game. Is oh that, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Because I know you can't just, like, jack it out of their bag. Um, but, yeah. That, what, what, do you, what do you do with the idol? I think i got to keep it um, on my person or in a bag. Something like something that I know. I can get behind hiding it. I can get behind hiding it somewhere dry. Oh, man. But then what if somebody finds it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I probably keep it. I just, I just, I just crotch it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a crotcher. Mm-hmm. Little little boost in the old package department. Yeah, let's uh, let's that that seems like a great great place as any to, <laughs> for any uh, for us to end on. So uh, think about think about the the package package uh, all this week. Until next week, Devin Pat got nothing for you. Bye.